What's up, guys, and welcome back to the Wealth Through Wi-Fi podcast, where we aim to teach you anything as possible if you're willing to put in the work. As always, I'm your host, Scott A. Today, we will be welcoming two of the new guest hosts that will be helping me out with some of the in-person pods when Zach can't make it on. We got Mike Lasala and Mr. Louie Falbo here Uh-oh. joining check, the crew. Check. What's up, fellas? How are we doing today? Splendid. So Splendid. happy to... Uh to do this i'm so happy to be graced with your presence to do this it's just everything i've dreamed and hoped of i think it's all like come to a head finally i'm pretty sure louis dreamed about this day in a lot of different ways and then when i brought the podcasting stuff over he really got excited when i first heard he went down he went down a rabbit or his little rap uh i just knew that this was gonna happen you guys gotta look up louis spotify once it goes live we'll tag it We'll take it. Are you talking about Louis' podcast? No, Louis' rapping career. Oh, we could also talk about his podcast career too. I mean, it all—it's it's all getting jump started here. I think. I think I like that you put in the legwork. Now he can guest host with you. Well, yeah, and all he's literally got the nicest equipment you could possibly have to use too. I've done a lot to make this happen. Yeah. <laughs> he moved in with Nicholas and basically picked a second roommate that would never allow for a third roommate so we have I feel this like open we can room. totally rewind probably back to like march and i was just like talk louder i'll rewind back to march and be like i was definitely gonna make it this happen i was either gonna be on the podcast or start the podcast but i knew that i was going to um do this i knew that this was going to be firmly in my grasp just as many things are and I'm having a very fun time, I yeah, guess. Okay, okay. So <laughs> I figured it'd be a great topic to talk about. Um, since we got these two on, it would be that time of year with family, and we could talk about um, what it's like owning a business and the difference between hiring, you know, friends and family versus hiring outside of your circle. Since we have Michael on here, who owns a diner, and right now has just about everyone that works there is, you know, family or friends. Um, and kind of what that dynamics like and some of the positives and negatives <laughs> of that. Um, so where the fuck do you want to start? <laughs> yeah. Where do you even start with that? Interview me. Ask me a question, Scott. Yeah. So what, what's it like, you know, when you first decided to buy the diner, you're going to initially kind of bring on people that you know, and you know, you can trust, um, you kind of continued with that process moving forward. Um, what what's that been like what's been some of the positives what's been maybe some of the, the negatives that you got to deal with as as a business owner um dealing with you know friends and family versus someone that might just be an employee it's fun both both of them are fun yeah but there's a lot of bad things about it too yeah. but being so tiny and the diner being so tiny like we don't need that many people um so it started out with just friends and family because I was like, who am I going to hire? Who am I going to trust? So I worked out with sisters, close friends, you know, that Louis popped in, became, yep. became a friend. <laughs> yep. We worked for your brother first, so kind of a similar pool. Yeah. I just liked it too much. It was just so fun. And I felt like a total dickhead walking in there in my real estate clothes. I was just going to say, Louis went in for the interview in his, in his talks. It wasn't even an interview. I just walked in there two times to go eat, and I was just like, this feels so stupid. I mean, I just, I guess, like, I hated that my clothes smelled like grease. I was like, I guess I might as well, like, either always have my clothes smell like grease or never come back here again. Went from being a real estate agent going in there to, I think I'm going to get nice and greasy. I think I'm going to get nice and greasy. What the fuck happened? I don't even know how I started there. Did I wash your dishes? 
Even no. No, you started serving. Who stopped? Who stopped? Lisey moved. No. Judy mm. wasn't hired. It was just Lisey. And then it's like you could help out. It was just Lisey at first. So yeah. I was I was Melissa. Danielle? I was Melissa. And it was it was John serving. Oh, and, John and Lisey. And then when when Jimmy phased out helping me cook, John helped me cook. And then Louie became When server. did Danielle join? When did Danielle join? Mm, six six months after. Oh, really? She was working another job. I didn't know that. And she... then when Lisey went home, she took over. So it's been like swapping out people, but it's always been like the same few people yeah, swapping same, out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's good to have friends and family because I don't have to worry about other things like like stealing or like things yeah, like that yeah. unless, you know. Who knows? Maybe Louis a thief. Well, you really can't really good. like bullshit your friends when it's like, oh yeah, I can't come into work today. I'm sick. But then like yeah. anyone that you would go hang out with. So it's like <laughs> there's a lot of loyalty they see and everything. Diarrhea. But then the the bad side is is like when you work with your friends and family and you want to go somewhere or be with your friends and family, it's like you either got to close or figure out a way to get people covered because you know I want to go on a trip with family. Oh well, now all right, I can't keep the diner open. Yeah, because I'm losing the staff. Or, you know, Louie wants to go somewhere, makes it hard. So it's just like definitely there's pros and cons to both. But overall, I think it's better to have friends and family working for you. Unless, you know, you get too big where you need to hire outside. I feel like a lot of people, yeah, kind of always ask that question when it talks to like comes to business owning is, you know, how do you kind of draw that line in the sand and everyone kind of handles it differently. But I think it's just going to be a lot easier. A lot of times if you draw those lines in the sand and you create those boundaries early with friends and family, because I feel like sometimes when you get employees that aren't friends and family, they're going to give you kind of their best side at first. And it makes it a little bit hard to really determine what type of employee they're going to be. Yeah. Um, I mean, Ava was one of those. Yeah. Fucking you know. sister. <laughs> <laughs> a couple of dishwashers you go through dishwashers like we kill them off yeah they just they don't last yeah man shocker people that sign up for a job that washing dishes don't like washing the you dishes. know it's a hard job to fill it really is i mean fuck dude i would i don't think you could pay me enough money to you do gotta that. be really smart but really stupid it's the easiest job and it's mindless so just every part of it sucks there's not really a fun part of being well the fun part is you don't have to socialize if you're just want to be quiet in, in your own thoughts. You can low-key, like, make good money if you just, like... If the place was busy enough to, like, get there four days a week. If you could get there four days a week as a dishwasher five days a week, because you were you there, too, at least. If you can get at least four to five days a week and, like, s- around seven to six hours. Seven hours is hard to get there, but... It sounds fucking terrible. You could actually, like, make money. And I did it for, like, a period of time, and I wanted to cry every day, but, like... I felt like that was, like, building character. Because Judy... Because I wanted to work there, and Judy was working, and uh, she... I couldn't steal her job, so I had to could steal just, someone else's. Could have just pushed her down the stairs or something, broken her hip. She's, Judy's getting oh pretty old. God. She'll do it to herself. Hope She's Judy fucking hopeless. All <laughs> right, Judy, uh, I love you. <laughs> it's like when she tripped over the dog, broke her elbow. <laughs> oh, good times. I've never worked with such old people. Yeah. <laughs> That's just kind of rude. Yeah, I should just. Speaking of working with, you know, people, uh, to shift the topic a little bit here, um, what about the topic of having one of your friends date your sister? That's a great one that we can kind of chat about. Uh, 
it's Mr. great mr michael and mr lewis especially when kara michael's sister also works at the diner so it creates quite the environment um having someone date your sister and having them all work together but you know it's it's kind of that same idea next up fucking jerry yeah 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 we like to keep everything close yeah why not right keep it in the family keep it in the family you know and that way i know what's going on yeah louis is gonna marry into the you really gotta get into the bloodline somehow i think louis was just looking for a way into the family it's kind of like who's available at this yeah, point, you know. He thought I was available, but I told him I don't not swing that him. way. Yeah, he's not for him. So it didn't little, really work out. So too old. moved on to Kara. A little yeah, too old for me anyways. He had a serious boyfriend, and your other sisters were just a little too old for Louis. A little too old. He had to kind of take what he could get there. I just honestly, like, it seemed to work out pretty well for me. Yeah. Selfishly. Yeah? Is that what you think? <laughs> i guess no holidays everything this makes everything so much easier it makes it all easier now we can all um collectively miss everything with work going back to work now we can just all be together so whenever there's a i'm gonna have to be around so the diners are gonna have to close some days now it's gonna be no more oh louis you're like so detached now you're gonna have to really go in and help us out be like no buddy i'm I'm riding with you up to I'm riding with you to Christmas. No, I just think uh what fun we're having. So when you get into being a business owner, Michael, um, you know, is it something that you plan on doing for an extended period of time? Do you put a cap on the time period that you want to be involved with the business? You know, how does that process kind of work towards um your overall kind of growth of what you wanna do in the future? Um, is it something you would do after? I mean this is like my first business so it's like kind of just we were like playing it out like let's see how it goes let's start and you know it's almost three years there's pros and cons to it I kind of miss the fact that working for someone else you can kind of check out when you like leave work for the most part and not think about it but then like you're there's also the other stress of just like you know it's up to you to keep everything going you know if you don't do something it falls on you so it's just like I like it I don't like it I mean, I like it more than I don't like it, but just got to keep going with it. It's going good now, so let's just keep going with it until something changes or yeah. a new opportunity comes up. But right now, we have a good staff, a good situation, and things are kind of turning where we don't know what we're going to do with it long term, but we're going to put some, you know, fixing up in it to it and. So it hasn't scared, it scared you away from maybe owning another business if you ever went away from the diner? Um, or is it something that's still kind of in the air? It would have to be, you know, after spending time with the diner, realizing maybe right time, right business sort yeah, of thing. Yeah, I think if I we ever, like, sold the diner or did something else, if I was going to do another business, it would have to be something like, you know, it would have to be the right business. I wouldn't just, you know want to be a business owner to be a business owner business owner yeah yeah that's like the one thing um i feel like people kind of get caught up in the in the titles of being a business owner you see a lot of people they'll own a business and then you know they'll end up starting another business or they'll sell the original business and get into a couple different ventures where they're you know partial owners or full owners and they kind of overwhelm themselves a little bit um because you know it, it is cool to have that you know owner title but it does, like you said, come with a lot of weight, and that's where a lot of people kind of miss out on it is that a lot of 
like you said, everything kind of falls back on you. If something doesn't get done, you know, if something's not being done correctly and you know, it isn't caught early enough, it does always kind of fall back on the owners, regardless of who is responsible for that mistake. It's money out of your pocket. It's not money out of whoever made the mistakes pocket. So it is a pretty taxing thing to do. And I feel like too many people get caught up nowadays on wanting to be able to put, you know, they're the owner of something, even if it's, especially nowadays on social media, you know, people love that aspect of putting that out there for people. Um, you know, when you first thought of getting involved in the diner business, um, I know it kind of started with John. Um, were there any things that were originally holding you back from getting involved as being an owner or was it something that you kind of wanted to try at some point? I've always wanted to try a business, thought it was going to be something else like a bakery or something because that's what I had more more knowledge in. But I'm that kind of person that doesn't think about something before I do it. Kind of just, just like, well, it. it's just like, just go with it. I mean, what about it would have scared me more if, if the diner was sitting like 150, 200 people and it was like, yeah. okay, this is a big thing because you're going to need a huge staff and all this stuff. But I was like, it always ran with like three or four people. And I was like, okay, that's cool. That's chill. Something you kind of... It's like small enough. It's like with. a good. It's a. I mean, if you're gonna start like a go into the restaurant world and start something like that, it's like that's kind of perfect to start into because it's limited. It's breakfast, so it's like kind of like a basic. Yeah. And you know you're not coming up and reinventing the wheel. Well, yeah, it's a standing business. That yeah, has and customers. it's just like people know what they're going into when they get a diner. You know. Yeah. So it was just like easy to go into, and I was like, let's just learn it as we go. And then previous owner helped us out. So it was just like less stress when you had someone who owned it before kind of taught you. How long did Jimmy? I didn't he was there that, for probably think. worked with me for like three to six months. Oh, okay. Or until kind of felt comfortable. But it's that kind of thing. It's like until you take those like training wheels, like you just got to go with it. Was like, it. Was it more he was helping you because he thought he needed the help or because he kind of didn't want to let go yet or was it no it was kind of like part of like the thing where like hey if we do this like you gotta show us us the ropes for a little bit yeah because you know i've never worked at a diner before and even though i was in food and hospitality it's like different because you're short order cook so you're making things on the fly and like you got to have like a system so it was like how did he do it what functioned best and then you can tweak it from there once you figure it out but it wasn't as it wasn't as hard going into it. It wasn't as like crazy as you thought it was going to be, but it was still like stressful. Do are we going to fuck this up? Yeah. So, but that was the nice thing about going into it too, because you had a, a good customer base before. Yeah. So people returned and kind of like we got Jimmy's old customers back and then he introduced us to a lot of people. I've heard that from a lot of people. You know, the first business you start, it's a lot easier to buy a standing business than to start from the ground up because then you have to create a whole demographic of people to bring in to the business, um, which sometimes is the hardest part. So if you can buy a standing business and get a good footing for it, it's going to make it a little bit easier to kind of go out on your own if that is something that you want to do in the future because you kind of learn some of those do's and don'ts. Um, and what works and what doesn't because a lot of times I feel like that surprises you no matter what um, avenue you kind of travel whether it's hospitality whether you know anything (laughs) to be honest with you yeah yeah starting something from scratch is like no one knows you you got to get your name out there all this stuff and you're like worrying about it's like who you know if you don't have the support right away so 
that was definitely one of the attractive things about it was it was kind of turnkey in a lot of ways because yeah. you had all your licensing and all that stuff that was coming with the yeah, diner. That's the word people like to use. Turnkey, turnkey, so, turnkey though, business. Like, picture, like, it's kind of like turnkey. Yeah. So that's like what picture how like much stuff. Yeah, turnkey, but it's like, like crazy. Some of the also, stuff really the, the to be place cranked. is so old that it's just yeah. like, you know. Yeah. But what about you, Mr. Lewis? No, I've been watching it. I've been watching it. Yeah, cool. business is it something that inspires you, or is it something that makes you kind of want to stay away from? No, absolutely. I tell Mike I need my own business. I just um, but this is way too fun, and it's everything that um, big companies aren't in majority of ways, which uh, I think is why it's put its talent so deep in me because I've been able to have freedom but within that freedom that you everyone wants there's almost like less of it because now you have to take a ton more into account in order to be on point every day and get from the beginning of the day to the end and yeah there's a lot of prep work yeah you got to be as prepared as you can be just like Mike said and I think it's just that's the whole learning process that we had to take up individually but then like kind of you just heard there's a whole entire practically a first chapter you know of really kind of getting it away from the old hands and getting it into ours for real and i think like i just i'm kind of getting my feet wet with it but to be around has like pretty much just shown you like the whole illusion of freedom is kind of oh, putting yeah. yourself that, through much yeah. more hundred percent if and you own a business yeah. you go from and i don't own it. it i'm just that's yeah. just that's just, just watching it but, but that's the from... fun part because you got to stay on point and i think it's like it's just something you got to want for your own self before and i mean that's where it's different because you can want something but like kind of like you hear it's that's uh there's a lot of things that got to fall into place this was a quote-unquote turnkey there's a lot of things that got to work out the right way in order to even land a location and then then you gotta open up a whole other can of worms so i think it's interesting to say the least but to be involved in it is a whole entire different thing at especially when you don't have skin in the game and have a uh, ink on paper, but it allows you to watch what's happening at a, you get a lot of closer. Yeah. You watch it, things that happen stuff. in a way that they never have. And I think it's allowed you to understand that maybe this happens in other businesses, even larger scale, but I don't know. Everyone just has, it's all, it's a whole different, there's levels to it, you know? And I think that's kind of the, the other question. Do you want to go to the next level with it? And if you do like the hundred, hundred seats or doing something like that having more to go having more opportunities for income you know it just opens up more uh cans of worms so you know it's just all part of learning it's did fun. you see yourself before the diner ever getting into like the restaurant business or was that not really something you ever saw yourself doing and it was like a I new mean, experience i was good at it like doing like the uh starbucks stuff for Oh yeah, I forgot you. Five years, Starbucks four or five boy. years. A little Starbucks barista. Dude, fucking killer over here. They they they're hitting my line every day asking Starbucks me to come back. Starbucks is literally a cult. It's kind of bad. Yeah. It's <laughs> kind of horrible. Starbucks is literally a cult. They had that one story in Ithaca where they had the viral video of them going and walking out, and it makes no sense because they're not unionized, so they actually just like quit their jobs. Pretty much, just all got like five. But hold their point. But I worked with like literally half of the people in that video when I was like 15 years old, I'm just like, Oh my God. It's, it's almost like I'm watching them reach new heights. It's kind of cool. Louis but Starbucks is going to be a barista. Yeah. I think so. If this all fails, at least I know I got a place doing something to make some good money. Green apron till I die. 
Hey, they have health benefits, right? They yeah. have health benefits out the wazoo. <laughs> they have like that Chipotle. bean plan. Chipotle's got some crazy They're kind of awesome, benefits, yeah. but horrible. It's like... Yeah. I was looking at it the other day, and I was like, holy shit. Yeah. It's I mean, kind that's of, how they get you to work those jobs. It's like... Those corporate companies you, can if, pay for yeah, it. Yeah, if they yeah. can give you great health benefits and stuff, then it's just like, okay, well... It's, it's just shitty though because you gotta be a, you gotta be a full time worker. I think yeah, it's like and that's over the thing like they will not get, and that's the difference. They yeah. won't give a shit about you, no yeah. matter how many years, how many hours, or how good you are. You're gonna make as much as you're just the asshole seventeen year old that's number not, on a little corporate fucking yeah. spreadsheet, straight, like straight up. And that's what sucks because like, you know, you can watch that within any job, and then the people that are like up at the top, it's like, are you a killer and like wicked good at this, and you've been doing this, or, or do you, do you just, just know someone? Yeah, or do the stars just align? You know, and it's. So it's like that's why just having the freedom to at least test yourself and fuck around and find out. It's like you gotta. It takes it takes a different type of person. It takes a whole entire different type of energy instead of showing up to someone else's. Well, and you realize you know, it's kind of some of it's luck with a lot of these businesses having success. It's like right place, right time, more than anything. Um, it's not like every one that works in corporate America is you know the smartest human being in the world they made the right choices they put themselves in the right positions at the right times and things happen to work out um and that's where it's you ask the question when you see a a business that you like growing up go away it's like are these people that ran these reputable businesses just making bad decisions or is are the walls closing in in a sense where just it's hard to exist within or at least this state new york seems horrible but i I mean it's 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 it crazy all, to it's me. There's a lot of thoughts. It's timing when fads get big, when certain things start to catch fire um, in terms of popularity. Uh, it, there's just so many factors that go into it. You could have a great business idea and it could just be the wrong time for it. Um, you know, you even see it with like movies and stuff like that when a movie from like the early 2000s comes out and kind of flops. But that's like, the difference. Seen, they can have a chance seen to a lot, resurrect well, themselves. Well, you've seen a lot of movies like resurrect themselves that, you know, things, especially with comic uh comedy related like movies you see a lot of things that like maybe weren't the right time yet you know they haven't developed that side of like humor in america yet where you know a movie from like the early 2000 2010s you know starts to catch fire in like the 2020s um and gets super popular even though it might have been a box office flop when it first came out It, it is a pretty crazy time to live um but like i said we're gonna keep this episode nice and short Lewis, Michael, do either of you have any last words you would like to share with our listeners today? I just can't express how excited I am to be on this mic again. Hopefully. I hope there's many more opportunities yeah. for you. Yeah, Louis gonna I'm gonna it's gonna be funny when we do a podcast one time and there's not like a seat for Louis and we're just doing it at his apartment. <laughs> Who knows if that will actually happen, but I want probably I want a spin off of this podcast where Louis is a staple. But I'm, it's like an alternate universe, and I'm talking to like. Well, it's not talking toddlers. about anything like serious. It's just kind of like Louis' high thoughts, like talking yeah, about Tony, exactly. Tony just P like, on Instagram. He just yeah. has no agenda on this podcast, but he just starts talking. Just randomly. scroll through my saved Could videos. Could you imagine on if I gave Louis one of my Adderalls and then let him do a single podcast? I talk for hours. Oh Dude, the, the things that would come out on that podcast would be insane. I think you need to do that. I think everyone deserves a taste. You call it high talk. High talk. Louis high talks. High on two levels. Just ends up crying. That like, would be a good one. Walks high in on the room levels. in five minutes. Louis high on two levels. Look at that. See the brainstorming here? He right just here. created a podcast. On um, podcast. You being high on pot and Adderall all at the same time. Don't show this to your parents. They might not like me. No, they'll love, they'll love the content, though. Yeah. 
like, Jesus, those are some eloquent thoughts he said. All right. On that note, if you liked what we talked about <laughs> and you want to share with your like-minded friends, please make sure you do. As always, we'll see you next time.